Hi, whenever you're listening to me, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakali and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program, one of the ideas that stuck out for me is is essentially the new energy transition, which I think is is a fundamental shift that our generation will witness in the next, you know, few decades. Um which is sort of where the the thought process for building something in the energy space started and then Ion was sort of a manifestation of that. That's after these headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will launch the Ayushman Bharat Digital Mission today at 11 a.m. via video conferencing. The main components of this platform include a health ID for every citizen that will also work as their health account to which personal health records can be linked and viewed with the help of a mobile application. A healthcare professionals registry and healthcare facilities registries that will act as a repository of all healthcare providers across both modern and traditional systems of medicine are also part of the platform this is expected to ensure ease of doing business for doctors and hospitals and healthcare service providers according to a press release from the prime minister's office yesterday separately the names of 11 scientists who received the country's highest science award shanti swarup bhatnagar prize for science and technology 2021 were announced during the 80th Foundation Day of the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research on Sunday. The prize is given to Indian scientists below the age of 45 for outstanding research in seven fields: biology, chemistry, environment science, engineering, mathematics, medicine, and physics. Amazon has launched Prime Video channels in India, bringing together various video streaming services in one place. taking the first step towards a video service marketplace the company said on friday prime video channels acting as an intermediary will allow prime members the option for add-on subscriptions of popular ott services and stream their content on amazon prime video app and website in india at launch prime video channels includes discovery plus lions gate play docu bay eros now mubi hoy choy Monorama Max and Shorts TV each accessible with respective add-on subscriptions. Customers will therefore need to pay only for the service they choose. Tesla has now enabled access to the beta version of its full self-driving program to more drivers even though the National Transportation Safety Board expressed serious concerns about its safety last week the verge reports. Access to the beta version has been enabled via a request button on Tesla's dashboard screens. However, before a driver gets the software, Tesla will determine their safety score using five criteria that estimate the likelihood that your driving could result in a future collision according to a page on Tesla's website, The Verge reports. The score is tabulated using data collected by sensors on the driver's Tesla. and considers in instances of forward collision warnings per 1000 miles hard braking aggressive turning unsafe following and forced autopilot disengagement according to the verge ion energy is a mumbai startup that is building advanced electronics and predictive analytics software for the electric vehicle industry as well as for the energy storage and management applications 
The company, backed by investors including Amazon, has customers in 16 countries. I caught up with co-founder and CEO Akhil Aryan for an update on ION. Here's more. Akhil, uh, thank you for making time for this podcast and uh, welcome. And uh, for folks who are uh, not familiar with uh, ION Energy, uh, maybe you could uh, start with uh, giving us a snapshot of how you came to start this company. What was the idea that you started out with? And then we can go from there. Absolutely. Uh, And thank you so much, Harry, for having me here. Very happy that I get a chance to speak to your audience and you as well after such a long time. Um, So for those who don't know about ION and myself, um, ION is an advanced electronics and software company focused on accelerating the Earth's transition to an all-electric future. That's our mission. Um, The journey for ION started in 2016 one of the ideas that stuck out for me is, is essentially the new energy transition, which I think is, is a fundamental shift that our generation will witness in the next you know, few decades, um, which is sort of where the, the thought process for building something in the energy space started. And then ION was sort of a manifestation of that. And I'll tell you more about ION as you sort of go through this conversation. But that was really the genesis of how it all started. Um, maybe spending just a minute on what we do today. Uh, We have two business units. Um, One is called Maxwell, which is an advanced electronics supplier to uh, OEMs that are making electric vehicles in India and in 16 countries. So totally we're supplying, we're exporting uh, technology and and electronics from India to 16 countries outside and India internally. We have over 75 customers um, and mostly focusing on the electric two and three wheeler space. Um, the second business unit is called Altago. It's a digital twin platform for predictive analytics. Um, it's typically used for modern asset management of new energy assets. So things like managing a fleet of electric vehicles or managing uh, a solar plus storage installation that's connected to the grid uh, or managing a, you know, a utility scale energy storage asset that is trading uh, by buying and selling energy uh, on the grid in North America. Those are examples of assets that are currently being managed on Altigo. Um, Altigo is currently managing over two gigawatt hours of assets already in about 12 months of launch. Um, so I'll stop there, but that's sort of the general overview of the two business units that we have and, and sort of the journey of ION so far. Uh, maybe you could also briefly tell us about the idea that you started out with. Uh, uh, I mean, more specifically, the product idea that you started out with at ION Energy and uh, of course, today it has evolved into Maxell and Altigo. Yes. So look, you know, when we started the company, the, the primary thesis was that batteries are the most expensive and complicated component of any electric vehicle, which is still true today. Um, and the plan in the start was to say, hey, if we, if we remove the cost of the battery from the vehicle and offer it as a service, then the vehicles become much cheaper. You can you know, the, the capex required to buy a high power scooter or, or e-rickshaw or whatever will become lower if the battery cost is not included. And then you build this infrastructure for battery swapping and sort of access to uh, batteries as a service. Uh, that was how we started. Um, what we realized along the way is that with the battery swapping model itself, while it's a really good model in general um, and it should work theoretically, it requires a deep uh, partnership with OEMs that that sort of follow your battery standard, quote unquote. 
and OEMs would sort of have to let go of that top line and that battery control in order for a third party battery swapping company to exist. So there are a lot of challenges back in the day 2016. Even today, it seems quite challenging because there aren't really any dominant um, you know, battery swapping companies. But along the way, we realized that you know, inside the battery, our core expertise is not so much uh, in, when I say our core expertise, like it's not so much in the financing of the assets and distributing it across swapping stations, but really the, the core thought process was how can we improve the life and performance of these batteries, right? Because imagine if, if we owned the batteries and we were offering it as a service, our business would actually be renting batteries, right? Um, and what that means is that if we can extend the life and performance of those batteries by, you know, by running them for say 200 more cycles or 300 more cycles, we make more money for ourselves. So we were investing a lot of money in battery management and intelligence to see if we can extend the life of batteries. And that's essentially how we got in the, in the direction of recognizing that while batteries themselves may or may not be included in the cost of the vehicle as we move forward, what's clear is that there is going to be a vested interest at the intersection of electric mobility and shared mobility, which is essentially building fleets of assets in extending the life and performance of these very expensive assets like batteries. We also realized that um, there's actually no you know, independent Indian company that's building advanced electronics for the electric vehicle transition. Like we depend heavily on companies like Bosch, Continental, Denso, Delphi, Active, which are all either European, North American or German companies that come and sort of dominate the advanced electronics market by supplying to OEMs. So we saw a big gap where India has significant electronics engineering, you know, talent, and they end up working in the in the ODCs of these companies, right? So like a Bosch will hire Indian engineers to design something that will become Bosch IP and then sell it back to India. So he said, look, there's an opportunity there. Let's retain the talent of India and export from India. And so we, we decided to become more focused and double down on our key skill set of advanced electronics development and software. Uh, and that's sort of how we shifted gears from a battery company to really a battery technologies company. Uh, from from a, from the couple of previous conversations uh, that I've had with you, uh, uh, Maxell is a very sophisticated uh, battery management system, right? And uh, it can work not only with uh, uh, electric vehicles but also uh, with uh, sort of uh, static storage uh, systems. So, give us a I mean, if that's correct, I mean, give us a sense of uh, how it has evolved in terms of uh, features and what it is capable of today. Absolutely, Hari, you, you're, you're absolutely right. So the first thing I want to highlight is Maxell is the business unit, which is building advanced electronics for electric vehicles and energy storage systems. When I say advanced electronics, it's not just the BMS, right? So the BMS is our flagship product. Uh, we, we also launched our second product, which is a telematics control unit. We're about to launch two new products in the coming year. Uh, and so the idea is really to build a portfolio of all of the advanced electronics that go into building high performance electric vehicles and energy storage systems right so that's sort of the umbrella of maxwell but the bms of course is our flagship product and it's something that we're known for uh, in the industry because today we're the biggest uh, in in india for sure um, and definitely in the i would say in the between the top five or top ten in, in the world um, so 
on the battery management side we took a we took a fundamental contrarian approach uh, towards building this technology if you look at most of the other companies out there that are offering battery management systems not just in india but globally they have a product mindset meaning that they build a a product specific for a chemistry and an application for example if you were building a low speed scooter using lfp chemistry you would buy one product but if you were building a high speed scooter or let's say you were building a high speed electric rickshaw using nmc chemistry you would use another product right so if you went to their website or if you started you know trying to understand what they're doing they'll have like a portfolio of 50 60 different unique products that they're trying to build right which basically means that they have to build a lot of different products and keep all of those 50 60 updated with new technology on our side we decided to invest heavily on the software side of things when i say software i mean embedded software side of things and we created a single embedded software for all applications and we condensed this by taking a platform approach meaning that instead of ion we just have essentially three products right so we have three platforms and with those three platforms we can serve an application agnostic and chemistry agnostic uh, application basically um using for example the lt which is our most popular variant we can serve everything from electric two wheelers three wheelers the telecom market the industrial equipments market the forklift market which is all running on 48 volts so the lt is a low voltage battery management platform uh, and with that we can manage anything between 24 to 110 volts right so any application that functions in that instead of making it application or technology specific we make we made it voltage range specific right so we we said that okay any application that functions in this voltage range this this platform can support so we have a low cost low voltage product called the ct we have the low voltage high performance product called the lt and then we have a high voltage which goes all the way up to 1000 volts which means that you can you can run everything from an electric car to bus truck like a, a big container full of batteries um or even multiple containers full of batteries using the high voltage variant so by taking a platform approach we really allowed ourselves to essentially lower the cost and and simplify the 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 development right so um in terms of let's take an example of how this helps a customer right at the end of the day if if you are planning on launching an electric vehicle instead of having something specific that works with only one vehicle or one chemistry or one technology um you when you adopt the platform firstly it helps you faster because it's already ready for any type of chemistry or any type of uh, you know cell or 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 application that you're building so it helps you move faster but also because we just have three variants we buy a lot of these components in bulk because you know it allows us to streamline that there are only three skus to to maintain so our purchasing power increases across all of our customers so let's say if six people are buying the lt we are buying those volumes at a higher volume uh, and that brings the cost down for the market so it gives us the edge to offer better price uh, faster time to market and continuous improvement on technology uh, using the platform approach um you, i uh, i recall that uh, there is also a, a cloud software based uh, a uh, line of business uh, that would be all to go is it and uh, can you uh, talk about that a bit yes absolutely so 
Altico really started again uh, in in a sequential manner. Our objective was to improve the life and performance of batteries. Um, the first and most obvious thing was to put a battery management system inside of these batteries and uh, manage them locally. But as we started collecting data of how these how these vehicles and batteries are being used, we realized that it's not just about managing it locally inside. Uh, but that the environment in which the battery is being used and the way which is the driver profile or the, or the load profile of the assets are impacting the batteries, you know, as much, if not more, uh, in their degradation sort of curves. And so what we wanted to do was give our customers an environment where they can ingest the raw data coming from the field and then be able to simulate what kind of future degradation they can expect. So essentially, we brought all of the algorithms that were running in the embedded electronics into the cloud. And we gave uh, our customers the ability to um, use them to figure out the current state of health of the battery, and then also forecast and predict the remaining usable life and when those batteries will reach end of life. Um, and then we sort of also built capabilities to allow them to configure uh, what kind of simulations they want to run. So for example, you could go in and say that, okay, if the temperature was two degrees more, or if the acceleration was 10% lower, what would the what would the battery degradation look like? If the charging was faster, slower, what would it look like? Right. So we started building an environment to give our customers this lens into how those assets are performing and what the future could look like for them. And you know, incidentally, on that journey, we realized that it's not just about batteries. Batteries eventually are a component that are hosted inside of a larger system. So in the case of an electric vehicle, uh, the battery is just one component. The system is the vehicle itself. And because we are shifting today, not only from a technology standpoint, so if you, if you think about the energy landscape, Hari, it's not just that the technology is changing, there is actually a much more deeper fundamental shift that's happening at the at the ownership level. So back in the day, I'm taking a small digression from Altigo just to sort of build some, uh, you know, I'd say a background of what's happening in the industry. You know, so far in the energy space, the utility companies owned and operated all the assets, right? From generation, distribution, storage, and consumption, right? So your data powers, reliance powers of the world, basically the guys who were who the utility companies that own the entire value. Now there is a decentralization of value by independent owners and operators, right? So there are smaller companies that are enabling rooftop solar. So like literally small factories and homeowners are becoming energy producers. They're putting up, you know, power wall devices inside their homes. So they're, they're storing energy inside. They're actually supplying energy back to the grid with net metering. So there is a decentralized environment of, of energy generation, distribution, storage, and consumption, which is sort of fracturing the entire ecosystem. Um, and that, that actually gives Altego the opportunity, not just to manage the batteries, but to offer software to all of these independent owners and operators that are operating these new energy assets uh, in a way that allows them to create a digital twin of those assets in the cloud. So this is sort of the, I would say, the evolution of Altico, right? It started with batteries. We went to a point where we were managing 600 megawatt hours. We signed the world's largest deal for battery management in the cloud, uh, which was about four times bigger than what Tesla is doing in Australia, to give you an example. Um, 
And then from there, we actually realized that the same infrastructure can be used not just for batteries, but for asset management in general. And so now Altigo is a modern asset management platform for energy, uh, and it's helping these independent owners and operators manage their distributed energy resources in the cloud by creating a digital twin. Uh, so you actually map out all of the sensors, components, and properties of those components in the cloud. And then you connect their data streams from their physical assets into the digital twin. So you have a real time digital representation of a physical asset. And then we build, uh, we basically offer tools and, and resources for them to build applications and algorithms on top of that digital twin to simulate what kind of performance they can expect from it and continuously in real time measure their expectations and reality in the cloud. I'm sorry if that was sort of a long <laughs> rant on, on how everything is panning out, but that's essentially what Altigo is doing um, and, and sort of how it's evolved. Hello, I think this was a very insightful kind of uh, uh, quick uh, primer on how things are evolving. In, in fact, I, I was going to ask you about uh, general developments in the industry. So this is definitely uh, quite welcome. Uh, in, you know, if you look at uh, the ecosystem in terms of uh, different things that need to go into it, I mean, everything from funding to talent and, uh, you know, uh, deep domain expertise in various areas uh, that you've been talking about. Uh, so what are the things that are already uh, mature slash available within the Indian ecosystem? And what are the things that are not there yet? So I would say that, look, one of the things that I would say two of the things that we have figured out is that we have the talent and we have the manufacturing capability. Okay. Um, so I'm talking slightly broadly instead of talking to you about specific products, because genuinely there are very few specific products that India is the leader at, which is an advanced product. Okay. Uh, we, we lead a lot of the mechanical components, right. Which are, which are made. Uh, but when it comes to electronics, like honestly, there's there's not a lot that India has figured out, meaning that India is not a global leader of providing electronics for new energy in, in any specific domain yet. But that's exactly the market, sort of the, the focus of a company like Maxwell because we think we can do it. Um, to give you to give you some more uh, flavor. If you look at most of the tier one electronics component suppliers, right? So we have a bunch of them that supply to the auto sector, that supply to the industrial sector in India, right? They're listed on the market, multi-billion dollar businesses as well, Indian family owned businesses. Um, but their modus operandi is actually that they license technology from a European or a North American firm, right? They bring it to India and then they, they locally manufacture it to bring the cost down and supply to Indian OEMs, right? So their modus operandi is not necessarily to invest heavily in R&D, but to go and pay heavy license fees and then royalties to companies around the world to bring their technology to India, right? Um, but in reality, a lot of this R&D can be done in India at a more efficient, in a more efficient way. And not only can the technology be fully in-house, the IP can, retain, can be retained here, but more importantly, as the market evolves, if you invest in a solid R&D team in India itself, you have, the, you have the capability 
to continuously build new advanced electronics products. For example, the team that you need to build, say, a, um, a power distribution unit, or let's say an inverter, or a charger for electric vehicles is more or less the same, right? So if you invest in one R&D team, depending upon your product roadmap, you can actually repurpose that capability to build multiple advanced electronics and capture many, many more markets instead of going out and licensing from six different companies. Um, and so the way that we look at it is today in India, a lot of the mechanical parts are figured out, meaning, you know, the simpler things. They're not necessarily the advanced or complex things that there is, there is not a lot of value addition um, on top of the raw materials for the components that India is, is well known for. Um, but on the electronics side, it's really a sort of open space, meaning right from, let's just, let's just go through the list, right? So there's battery management systems, motors, motor controllers, electric vehicle chargers, telematics control units. Um, there can be power distribution units. There are, there are instrument clusters uh, that, can be, that can be put out there. A lot of that is still a work in progress for India. 90% of that is coming from imported technology via licensing. Um, and Maxwell is essentially going in the direction of not only making India self-sufficient, but really making it a hub for this R&D that can be then exported uh, around the world. And we're seeing traction for that, right? So it's not, it's not just sort of a hollow vision. Even with our flagship product, you know, not only do we have a dominating market share in India, we're actually exporting to 16 countries. Okay, excellent. Uh, in the interest of time, we'd love to stop this conversation here. Akhil, thank you again for making time for this. And I hope to keep the conversation going. Likewise, Harry, thank you so much for your time and for bringing me onto this podcast. That was Akhil Aryan. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakali. Thank you for listening.